0: Hello, and welcome to the CEO Blindspot Show, where leaders reveal their blind spots and best practices. I'm your host, Birgit Camps, and today's guest is Dr. Nellie Gross, who is board certified in family practice, was a full-time academic member at the Baylor College of Medicine, and received her master's in public health from the University of Texas prior to becoming an entrepreneur and being the founder of the Center for Health and Healing. So welcome to the show, Dr. Gross. Thank you for inviting me here. Yes. Well, you were given a compassionate doctor certification for the way you treat people with kindness. And then you also received a patient's choice recognition. And that's for the difference you make in patients' lives. And had I known such a thing existed, I would have voted for you. Knowing you over the years, because you've been my family doctor, I wonder if your holistic approach to life is one of the reasons you've succeeded as a doctor and as an entrepreneur.
1: Success, you know, is determined differently by different people. And I think for me, that word just means, am I fulfilling my passion of being able to support patients? Am I doing what matters to me? And then am I able to help the people who come to see me? And can I meet their needs? And then the rest of it, at least my initial idea was being an entrepreneur means you start a business and the money follows and you're worried about income and expenses, Mm -hmm. but I have a slightly different approach that if I do well, what I want to do and I follow my heart and then everything else will follow. Mm -hmm. So there's an underlying for me awareness of
0: where exactly,
1: you know, my intentions are, my aspirations, and then just follow it.
0: And is that something that you have always known that that's the best formula to follow? Or have you had a mentor? Or how did you get there?
1: Oh, gosh, <laughs> You know, when I first started practice, there was always lots of lessons to learn because I am a doctor. I had no business experience at all. Mm -hmm. And one of the first things that happened that was really helpful was I joined women's business group and I learned all about business, how, you know, what is involved in hiring, what is involved in all the stuff that people talk about in business. But after many years of several years of kind of like learning from mistakes and so forth, I think what I realized was most important. was that to have a business that really works together, it is what I call the concept of, I have to power with everyone who is a member of the team, not power over, which was the model I had in my mind when I first started, like things flows down. But instead, every member of the team matters, needs to be heard. Now, input is then what is important. We as a group decides this. and Of course, it doesn't mean that the group decides everything, Mm -hmm. but every member is important has to be heard that really helps because yeah. you know in situations where the you know some people may have come from other businesses where i mean you're really afraid to speak up mm. and really afraid to give suggestions and it's kind of open if you power with your staff i think that there's, there's a lot more energy generated a lot more creativity and a lot more ownership. Yes. And loyalty. Yes. And then everybody feels this is my company. This is my place. Mm-hmm. And that I think was essential for me to feel that this is a team working together. Of course, I've had many falls, you know, in the process of getting to this, but I really think that was really key for me.
0: So is that how you think you learned how to be so great with patients as well? Because you certainly have engaged me in the process of my healing journey and Again, you're known as being a very holistic and caring doctor.
1: Yeah, I think often in medicine, you start off, what's the patient's problem? And what do you give?
0: Mm. What is
1: the treatment? Well, what is more important is I am here with a patient. I want to know what matters to the patient. What What is important? Why are you here at this time today? And what is it that bothers you the most? And often getting to the key of that is critical because I might think one thing is important and it's not at all important. For the person sitting in front of me. And sometimes you've got to sift through finding out what matters to the person
0: your success is from being so personal and listening so well and not following a system of oh you have a headache here's a pill so what's maybe so successful with patients i can see would then be challenging in business systems
1: yes i think one of the things is to make sure that whatever is happening that these the team knows that anything that goes right or wrong it's not about a criticism mm-hmm. if something goes off we need to fix it it's not mm-hmm. there's no blaming and naming yeah. this is one of the important. Things I've learned that mm. it's just not about blaming or naming. I think right from the start, when a new person is hired, just to give him some operational—I call it the energy—that mm-hmm. please. If I say this is incorrect, don't take it personally. Yeah. It's not about the person; it's about we just need to get it right. And often that will really help. It's not about you; yeah. it's about this needs to be right.
0: You sound so perfect, right? You've got all these degrees. You've had all the success. Now you did. Give me a clue earlier that you had to learn some hard business lessons. And one of them, if I heard you correctly, was rather than the top down approach is empowering everyone on the team. But I'm curious about something else, which is I happen to know you also shared an office or your practice with your son. And how did you make that work? Because he, you know, I know him too, and he speaks very fondly of you. And that's, that's usually very hard for someone to manage.
1: I really like that question because, you know, it was not at all my intention to have any member of the family work in business because one has to separate very, very clearly business. You put a different hat on. You forget it's a mother, son. We are in business together and it took, we had that clarity before and, and he actually didn't come in right away. I had previous other acupuncturists work with me. And of course we both had talked a little bit about it boundary be very clear about boundaries it's not moms there it's Dr. Gross it's yeah. Dr. Eric so that really helps to you know that okay we're on this stage and this is how we operate so we we keep business discussions and business as the business and then home is Holy. Yes, that's yeah. a really important question. The boundaries have to be set really clearly.
0: And was there a time over your leadership journey where you have a story where you realized you had a blind spot about boundaries, either with your own staff or with your son?
1: Well, I maybe this is not answering your question, but I was just thinking about, you know, having a situation about trust. Mm. And sometimes I think when somebody is work, working well and, and you know I felt that this person is really doing really well and so forth, I forget protocols. I kind of drop out systems as in place. And that was very painful because we had situation of embezzlement, if I can call that. Mm. And it was because I was just not following protocol and systems that I had put in place. Mm. And I think there's a big lesson Big lesson for me, then, that please follow what you're supposed to be. Don't get swayed by, oh, this person is doing such a good job. Mm. I have implicit trust. And then, you know, forget to follow guidelines. And that's one thing I've learned and I continue to remind myself. Are you following the protocol that you have set? Are you the systems in place? Because that's where when I get lax, then things start to fall apart.
0: Wow. Well, I appreciate you being willing to share that. When I had a staffing firm, I cannot tell you the amount of times that clients would come to me surprised by people that they blindly trusted and then were taken advantage of. So I'm sure other entrepreneurs listening to this can relate. So now it sounds like what you've done is just make sure that it's fine to trust the person, but also check or, or follow the system, or how would you say it?
1: Well, you know, I think about this. I mean, we spend money to put systems in place, hmm. systems that have been tried. Yeah. And how, how did I even kind of overlook that because I have such blind trust? I imagine. So it's a reminder no matter who or what, it's nothing about that person. It's just follow the system.
0: What what I usually ask next, is or talk about next, is a lot of leaders have been dealing with crisis lately. And you've had over fifty years of experience as a doctor, but but just as a human, how, how have you managed through crisis?
1: Gosh, I don't think as a living being, with business who hasn't experienced a crisis. I think. In
0: fact, you just I think you just said one right. You got
1: embezzlement <laughs> and as a trust issue, and then you know the 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 other issue was I mean what I've learned is it's not a crisis. I mean the crisis in the, okay is how I look at it. And again, an example would be, you know, many businesses depend upon referrals, okay? So if a big referral source just moves away out of town, decides not to have that business and they start referring to you. I mean, the first thing I had, I remember very early in my practice, oh my God, I just went into my head, what is going to happen? And in any crisis, it calls upon, call it, I have to stop and breathe. Mm. and just see what is it what is it that is happening what do we need to do and how can we stay not in that frantic frenetic scary mode but what needs to happen and i think it took a lot of practice to be with it to meet it i call it to meet it mm. and then to to kind of what do i have to do what do we have to do to move forward and a lot is is when i am usurped by the fear or the anxiety, then, you know, the brain just goes dead for a moment (laughs) and it goes into a panic and it makes it worse. And it's not like I did not do that before I did, but over the time, over time with experience, um, it gets less and less of a crisis. I mean, you know, a crisis happens. Look at what's happening in a pandemic. All right. You've got staff. who's gotten sick. You've got staff. I mean, it's not just one time in the pandemic, It just Mm -hmm. repeats itself. You've got then the suppliers or other ancillary support systems also in the same situation. You've got patients in need. I mean all this is happening and I understand everybody's need to be supported but to be that embracing arms to say okay I know we are all suffering and acknowledge it and then just kind of pause and see what what is left there to support the system Mm. I think it's just acknowledging that there is an issue and that's my first step acknowledge that we have an issue Mm -hmm. acknowledge that we can overcome this Mm -hmm. acknowledge and then set the steps to do it and sometimes Sometimes, you know, you have to accept the loss that comes with it. Yeah, I
0: think that's probably very hard for a lot of people that acceptance piece. And then, and then since I've known you, you've also said, okay, well, what can you create next? So,
1: it- yes, and it's not what my mind can do, it's more about somehow you have this aha and a connection, and then you just do next, it can't do what's next. Mm -hmm. It's not like it's a magic formula. I think for me it's like sometimes sit back as a little bit more space and then your vision is clearer.
0: Wow. Well, I thoroughly appreciate you having made the space to come on my podcast and contribute to other leaders. And I know if they want to know more about Center for Health and Healing, they can go to tchh.net. I'll put that in the description. But thank you again for all the contributions you've made to my daughter and I, and so many others, and for the contributions you're making today for other leaders.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I hope I've said something helpful. And Birgit, you have been an inspiration as well. Thank you.